Welcome back. It's Lonely Arts Club. Um, it's a, well, I guess it's a bit of a special edition. Quarantine edition. Lockdown. Quarantine edition. Social distancing edition. Um, That's going well, isn't it? Do you see what happened yesterday? L- literally the whole of Wales went up Penavan. <laughs> oh my God, I did see that. Yeah, all the all the news articles are sort of like saying uh, the National Trust is, is having potentially having to close its parks because so many people have decided to go out for a walk. And every, uh, everyone went to Barry Island as well in the arcade. <laughs> everyone took it as a chance of like a nice day out. I'm not going to lie, the thought had like crossed my mind. Well, like, oh, I could just go into the wilderness. I, I literally went into the woods. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so I became part of the problem. I didn't like talk to anyone or go near anyone, you know. But Just, what did you take with you, mate? Well, I'd Sarah what, and Scout, what, what, a dog. Oh, so I we like, just take like a dog a... for a walk, went up Castle Cock, and it was just like full of people and really busy. We were like, oh, well, this is a bad idea. Let's oh, just go to the woods somewhere. This is crazy. Castle Cock, mate. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, castle cock. it's Welsh for red. It's the Red Castle. The Red Cock. Get your, get your, mind, <laughs> out, get your, get your mind out of the gutter, sir. I, th- I thought you were going to take like a dirty mag with you or something, Ali. You just like disappear into the wilderness. And, <laughs> yeah, that's the, like that's it's the, the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> there was always a dirty mag in the woods. Um, like you know, I'm not. I, I can't even tell you what I used to find in in my woods, um, but it's how I learned about the world. I used to find and, like sheep bones and stuff, and then like pretend that I was in some world where I was like fighting monsters and killing them and collecting their bones, but they were just sh- dead sheep on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck hell, we're off to a good start. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well, we 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 kind of buried the lead here a little bit. The, um, little bit. We, we are over. all we are we're doing this uh, podcast all via uh, Google Hangouts. We're all recording individually. Josh mm. is going to have the ungodly task of syncing up the it. audio afterwards, <laughs> and then also adjusting for latency so jokes don't fall flat. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fucking timing. Go, have fun with that. Yeah, cheers, I'm, mate. I'm going to be super busy. I've got my uh, uh, first uh, single from the album I made is coming out on. No way. Day. Oh, that's so, sick. Uh, well, hey, no. I'm, I'm working on the video at the moment. Uh, well, the video's already been made. I'm doing some text animation stuff. I was going to say, top. it's a perfect time for animators and. and Captive and, audience, mate. Yeah, Captive yeah man. Audience. Just, 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 just sort of be able to just ram it down some throats. Well, I was speaking to my label, and they were like, you know, we can't guarantee how we're going to make music videos in this climate right now so i think people are going to turn to animation so yeah i mean the i, I had a really interesting situation where um mm. over the part over throughout march i had a, a a job that i was supposed to be working on um and the studio basically couldn't get in contact with the client and they disappeared for a few weeks and then this all happened and i was like oh shit this whole pandemic is going to completely mm. like ruin business um, and then one week into the the craziness, uh, I got an email saying, right, the, the the client has basically set everything up so they can all work remotely. They're back on 100. Yeah. percent I was like, fucking hey, right. So we're starting this week on this uh, big animation project, uh, and the client, the studio, also said that you know, to uh, as they're a film based studio, mm. in order to um, uh, prove their value during the time when you know they can't really get out and uh, you know go on shoots and deal with lots of people they were like we might actually be turning to people like yourself freelancers who do animation and make content from home to be a uh, kind of maintaining the facade of independent companies having value so i was like uh, yeah man sweet. it's, it's <clears throat> yeah what's going on with you man what's going yeah. on with Storm and um so it's been um yeah it's it's it's, it's been interesting i guess um 
we've already got an animation sort of part of our company, but we've had to, I think it was like some point last week, uh, we basically just told everyone, like, we're moving into working from home. This was like, I think, you know, it's beginning of this week, so it was before a lot of people were doing it. We yeah. were like one of the one, one of the only people. So um, obviously for us, it's quite tough because a lot of people use our internal servers to, 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 to work from. So yeah. there was a lot of... Um, we call it like lifeboating or life life rafting. You just get your project and just put it on external hard drives. Just make sure people have got the project that they're working on. And um, we were just, yeah, we, we were just like, look, it's going to be all right. Just get everyone home. Let's work from home. Let's sort it out. And um, we've been doing lots of um, like just like like this, like, like video calls, um, just keeping up communications. Uh, we work a lot with Slack anyway, so it's a lot of um, uh, just just sort of, you know, in, internal communication stuff. But how um, has it changed in terms of like, your clients? Have any projects been cancelled or pushed back? Um, nothing's been cancelled uh, yet. It's. I think we've been taking it like case by case, really. Yeah. Um, luckily, you might find exactly the situation that I just have to deal with of your clients setting up their own remote working before they really come yeah. back online to discuss their projects. That's, I think, basically what's going on. And I know at the moment Nick is sort of like reaching out to clients. A big thing for us is to let people know that it's just business as usual for us. Yeah. Um, at the moment, we're quite lucky with a lot of our projects are in post-production. So yeah. I, this this entire week, I've just been bunkered down um, working on like a documentary edit. So that's fine for me. Yeah, I mean, um, when you're in the editing stage, you're, you are you can do that from anywhere. But yeah. obviously, when it comes time for new projects and shoots, well, this yeah, this this is the interesting bit. Um, one of our big things is during this this whole sort of social distancing, self-isolation, how do we still show our worth as a company and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's exactly what you're saying, which is um let's let's try let's try and like sort of rethink the type of content that people are gonna want. And and like you said, Ali, it's like people turning to animation. It's it's potentially just the kind of work that you can do when you are working remotely, when you are sort of Yeah, because you, you, you need to, to make sure that your your company shows itself as you know having value regardless yeah. of what the climate and what strange times are kind of surrounding it and obviously mm. this will pass but um for the time being yeah i mean give me money give me money uh, <laughs> is, my a, life is, is basically the same my life my life is basically <laughs> the fucking same except i've say. got more food in the fucking kitchen and that's about it like, so you're actually better prepared for life now. You've actually gone out to the shops wow. and you stocked up. It's actually a good thing. Yeah. In <laughs> instead of going to Tesco like every few days, it's like my heart, oh, get out of the house. This is my little social trip down the shops. Yeah. I did a big shop and now I've just been in the house for like like 10 weeks. It's great. There's food. Um, There's literally food everywhere. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's been nuts. But um, I, I, COVID-19, <laughs> love the name. I think that's a name that belongs in, a, in Blade Runner. It really like, does, doesn't it? COVID-19 has a nice little cyberpunk feel to it. Yeah, man. When I first heard it, felt with it off, and then, you know, I just imagined Keanu Reeves in it. <laughs> Bro, Cyberpunk 2077. It's big, big, big show. release coming out. How about you, Ali? What's, um, what's, what's the impact been on your sort of, like, that's that's just the water went down the wrong way uh yeah that's how it starts mate yeah you, you get out and drink water and you die drinking problem yeah um it's like these you know i've been staying at home forever anyway just working uh for mm. me it's really only affected 
directly my touring in a serious way in terms of yeah. they're like you know i've already cancelled one tour postponed it and likely will cancel it again and then cancel the rest of my touring for the later in the year which is a shame because like it's this year was the first time i was going to tour where it looked like i was actually going to make profit touring rather than just kind of oh. invest in touring yeah so maybe next year but it's fine yeah, i mean maybe like, next year we'll make money <laughs> yeah well, like, music business <laughs> I, I'm I'm luckily I'm in a position where I make money from streaming and and syncs on TV, so that's not yeah. changing, and I should be okay. Uh, How about working with like other people then? Because um, I know like you get you get sort of you have Ed over to to help sort of songwrite, and you have other um, instrumentalists, sort of musicians. Yeah, come like and help. I so, only I have like a violin session left to do for the album, and I'm kind of wondering mm. when's a good time to do that. Um, I don't want to do it anytime soon. I want to see if I'm ill or if they're ill. Yeah, um, let some isolation happen first. Um, like I saw Ed the other day, very briefly. Mm. Um, maybe it was a good idea. Maybe Didn't it wasn't. Kiss him on the mouth. Could you? Could you... <laughs> yeah, we did a usual kiss and just like oh, the recording left. session started. But... <laughs> oh, just... can we get can we get a mic check? <laughs> but when you get when you get the like um because it's dave isn't it the the your, your yeah, violinist violinist. Can, can you just can you just keep him two meters apart so when he comes in just put him in like a little soundproof box that yeah, is two meters away from you yeah I've, like, I've, I've been looking at what it looks like inside the hospitals and hospitals in italy and it's been scaring me they, they had a, a death toll of like what 750 overnight it was yeah like more than that it's, they're close to 800 and i think maybe in the next 24 hours what? it'll go up like maybe eight hundred plus in a day is fucking ridiculous. What That's scary because we yeah. are we are just behind their schedule. Yeah. We received the outbreak here four weeks after they had their initial outbreak. Yeah. So we we could be looking at those kind of numbers in the UK in just the next couple of weeks. Mm. Yeah. What did you say was in the hospital, Ali? What was the? Uh, was it just like hazmat suits or something? Was it like kind of? It's just all the patients had like um, these like bubble helmets on where like, nothing could escape from their face, really. It was just pumping air into it to help them breathe. Oh, wow. And oh, it, was, it was just scary. Oh, it's like you could hear them all wheezing and stuff. Yeah, there's, there's, there is a machine that um, helps people breathe, but it's like you're, you, you're, you're put into like an actual, like a tank. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, forget, I forget what they're called, but they actually... Iron um, is that the one? It's like it's like a glass tube that you put in. It basically somehow helps your body breathe. I can't remember the name of it. Um, don't know. We don't I remember know when they were, I heard on it was on a um, it's either like a radio lab or something. They were saying when they produced when they started developing those, um, they didn't realize how much um, when you sigh how much how how important it is for for your body and your brain for to sigh. Like they just think breathing in out in out in out in out, but sighing plays such a huge. Um, part in your brain's activity it gives so much more oxygen huh. they forgot to calculate for that and they just started killing people because they didn't give the them fuck? enough oxygen and stuff so yeah it t- turns out sighing is really fucking healthy and it's sort of it's needed for your for your proper brain activity so people are sat there like bored going, oh, sighing they die because <laughs> <laughs> too much oxygen <gasps> no <laughs> So I, I, we're, obviously weird fucking times. I, you know, I think we should talk about the, the hot button issue that's at the, the tip of everyone's tongue, which is the butthole cut. 
The butthole cut. The butthole cut. The butthole, the cut. butthole cut. So the, <laughs> the film Cats, there was someone who was close <laughs> to the VFX team what? and apparently there was uh, uh, some people employed basically to remove all of the CGI bum holes. Because in the initial version of, of Cats... There were buttholes. There were CGI no. buttholes. Judy Dench had a little... <laughs> little, little stink what have they done? What and then they had to employ a team to remove all of the buttholes from the film. And then they're like, people took to Reddit and Twitter, like, hashtag release the butthole cut. <laughs> Everyone's going nuts. <laughs> For this, oh well, it's, it's like last time we spoke about how how they they re-released it or they they updated the release with with oh, yeah. um with, you know with updated visual effects and I had yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. that the butthole removal was one of them. I thought it was just like yeah. like they, they they said like oh we've improved the visual effects and I thought that just means like you know making the fur look, fur yeah, look, yeah, look brighter know. or you know rem- making um, hair simulation is very tricky yeah no it's removing the anus of <laughs> the cat the <laughs> that's, that'll bring the punters in that'll... we can't <laughs> that. I'm sorry guys but that's Dame Judy Dench she can't have a visible sphincter is, got... uh, Darren Darren come here what what's that what, that? <laughs> what do you mean what what am I looking at right now that's that's um that is Dame Judy Dench's butthole, Darren. <laughs> Why is it in this film? Oh, it's not actually her butthole. It's, I, I literally do, I couldn't care less. You put you it's, vir- put, it's virtual. Who babe. who um did they all have buttholes? Who made that? Who who whose yeah. job was James it to, to go out and? <laughs> well, there there must have been a point in the decision making process where they were making the sort of CGI suits that. Do they, we give them uh, buttholes? And they were like just looking at this uh, strange. <laughs> The, the 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 cavern of 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 the the butt, but like it just would have looked a bit. Funny. Something's missing. Do we? There would there would have been a meeting where they say like, do we include the butthole? And initially they did, and then they had to go back and look, like, hang the fuck on. But well, it would be weird if we didn't. Some, 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 <laughs> pe- 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 people people are going to be looking at the back of that cat, being like, well, there should be something there. It's true. I like, would. A, a butthole is a big part of a cat. I've never seen the film, but it's quite it's quite large <laughs> on the old uh, movement. There's lots of dance, lots of choreography yeah. going on. So I imagine the movie, there are plenty of times where a butthole should be apparent. Do they include cat nipples? Like, yeah, but you oh, don't Wouldn't that be nipples? amazing? A uh, Dame Judy Dench with like <laughs> <laughs> a dozen nipples running down her body. No, I don't think they've got the nipples in Josh. I don't think. So why would they include the stupid. butthole? <laughs> why has it got a butthole and no nipples? <laughs> Oh, fucking hell, this is another thing. Uh, Jared Leto uh, was away on a 15-day isolated meditation (laughs) trip. Classic. And he came back with no knowledge of this outbreak. He came back, like, in the pandemic. And, yeah, he had to go back into isolation. (laughs) (laughs) It was, like, on, like, a complete, like, 15-day meditation oh, detox yeah you went out you were getting on a social detox it comes okay, back it comes back <laughs> world the world pandemic. is torn a fucking asunder it's, it's a beautiful thing when you have to go from what isolation to isolation <laughs> 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 um <laughs>
So yeah, go, going back to the um, just what 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 people are up to. I guess like what I, I found it quite interesting. You, you, V's, you sent a, a link during the week to was it the like the Late Show or something? And the uh, presenter was in a bath. He's doing. Oh it yeah, yeah. Okay, so I should I should say for for Clary's purpose that both the CGI butthole thing and the Jared Leto thing I got from the Late Show. <laughs> Oh, did you? I fucking I fucking love Stephen Colbert so much. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was really interesting that when Broadway shut down, I mean, you know, we're, we're a little late on the curve on this, but I mean, it was about two weeks ago, I think, Broadway shut down. So mm. all these late shows, Jimmy Kimmel, um, Stephen Colbert, Conan, they spent about a week before the complete shutdown where they were recording in front of no audiences and it was the most bizarre really? fucking thing to watch of what? like people coming out and you know how the American late shows are they come what? out they do their yeah. monologue and it's talk like, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. screams and uh, uh yeah I, I, and then it was literally the, the next show after that where did they, did they like FaceTiming it's the silence though man it's the silence after they tell a joke yeah. they keep the pause there like they're waiting for the laughs they don't know how to just keep it going yeah. Be really like, hey, weird. what's what's with this uh, coronavirus? Eh, you know, uh, you, you you can't even make a joke about it, and then it's just like silence. He's like, oh, <laughs> tough crowd. <laughs> no, I mean, Colbert's got an awesome uh, live band that he works with, and he was basically just riffing off of um, oh, what's his name, John Batista. Uh, he's Dave Batista. John Batista, not the wrestler. Not the wrestler. The, oh. the, the I mean, I would love to see that guy play piano. <laughs> And, and Dave Bautista—he's a legend. He's amazing. He's really, really. He, great. Well, he's the guy that plays the super hench guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, uh, Drax the Destroyer. Um, yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, he's also in a couple of. Um, actually, do you, uh, have you seen him in Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Oh shit! Where's, yeah, massive guy no, that, that Ryan, Ryan um, Gosling has a has a fight with in the beginning, and he is amazing. He's a he's actually yeah. a really good actor. He's not, he's not a, like when, whenever I see John Cena's face pop up in a movie trailer, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna fucking watch that piece of shit. <laughs> oh mate, no, I love I love me some John Cena. John Cena. He's in the new uh, he's in the new Fast and Furious, mate. Of course. Which is another film that's been pushed back, which I am also gutted about. <laughs> But yeah, going, but going back to the point though, it's just like this this idea that how how people are changing their behaviour and changing what they do in the face mm. of, of having to sort of be at home. So I've I've seen this amazing thing over the last kind of week or so where um, artists and musicians have been doing sessions from home. Um, yeah. The uh, Ben Gibbard, the lead singer of Death Cab for Cutie, has been doing like a, a like an hour long set every single day. Uh, he's yeah. doing it for for twelve days. Um, mm. and he's taking requests and he's sort of talking through people. Um, and it's awesome. It's, it's actually really cool because I think he had to cancel like a load of shows because he was actually, he was ill before this. Um, so it was like his way of saying like, oh, sorry about all the cancelled stuff. Here's an, uh, here's an intimate thing for you. Um, and it's quite cool to see other other artists doing it as well. I know Mark Rabier. Yeah, James Vincent McMorrow did one as well. I think lots of people are jumping yeah. on the bandwagon. James too. Vincent McMorrow did something interesting. He he was trying to help musicians who were like, don't really want to do in this time right now. We're meant to be touring. And he was like, right, I'm making this week just like a bunch of samples, like beats, little snippets. At the end of the week, I'm going to release them and anyone who wants to use them to make a track, crack on. And then That's just, on it. Then, then just post them online or get in touch if you want to like commercially release it. We'll just sort it out. That's so, sick. That's really cool. Yeah, it's quite a good idea. That's it's really like, good. Yeah, it yeah it's interesting so like, music is a very social endeavor it's very social creative mm. class that like you know even if you are maybe an introverted person going and playing those shows live it's about you know human connection really it's what i think it's a, it, it stands out a bit more uniquely as having maybe more issues than the other 
um, creative uh, classes is because mm. it's about people, it's about crowd interaction. Um, obviously, yeah. it's about songwriting and, and the love of music and writing like that. I mean, it, it, it may be more of an issue for people that make maybe more music in my sector than yours, Alleyway, mm. which is like very much personal and emotional. But when you're trying to make like big bangers. shows, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bangers, you're, you're, um, you don't have the fucking order. You're just hoping that there's like one person in a bedroom fucking moshing out somewhere. <laughs> uh, our, our track is dropping on Friday is like one of the densest tunes on the record. Come on, yeah, um, Judy Dench. Um, <laughs> big ops. Uh, like, are you are you thinking of doing anything like that, Ali? To to I was thinking about like a just filming some like quick casual playing of some of the songs just yeah. nicely i don't want i can't be bothered to do like a live stream thing i don't really want to do that um can you do like a my... can you do a, a recording by yourself where you like take mm. multiple camera angles and just like crossfade between them in like a like a windows movie maker sort of like, bl- like you know blue screen with a title comes up it says like my movie I might like, get a green movie. screen and put me on a stage because i'm going to be in china right now playing on stages <laughs> put me on like a massive stage way bigger than one i could really be on yeah put yourself on a roller coaster after that as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like but sarah's business because she's like self-employed and she has one employee mm. of her company and the whole company is events based running events for children oh, shit, and yeah. it's all just like disappeared really and that's like her whole livelihood so and she like turned it around really quick without even thinking she bought like a green screen and started to make her sessions online and then create events that you charge parents like three pound for they can log in yeah. to watch the event uh, like on like a tuesday afternoon and the video disappears and that's she amazing. can sell tickets that way and do her stories like loads of things going on in the background well all the kids are at home right now so the parents are like i mean that's great for parents as well because i mean they're trying to find things for their kids to do obviously um, my my housemate your old tour manager Mm. um he he runs three venues this union uh, in in college so like it's really interesting to get news and updates from him um things like um, so for him He's incredibly lucky. He's incredibly lucky for, in terms of the events industry because there's been some catastrophic things happening in the events industry. But because of like his his the, the venues that he runs are part of the university, even though they're like high end venues that big artists play at, mm. they're part of the university. There's much like he's basically got six months off full pay mm-hmm. uh, until Shit. September, basically. Um, so he's. Maybe one of the most fortunate people in events right now because you've got there was a uh, instance. I'm not going to name. It. I'm not going to name the companies, um, but there was a very large venue in Cardiff, just uh, independently by itself. Said we close my doors, oh, and when you shit. get very very large company, uh, very, very very large venues like that, they don't put on their own events. They have external third party yeah. events companies that mm. bring in the artists and put them into these venues. It's yeah. a big machine with different running parts. And basically the venue turn around and close our doors. And then the events company is like, well, we've got these artists coming to you. They're then liable for these events. There's everything has gone into full fucking meltdown in the events industry for those third party companies, big ones that make lots and lots of money that bring in huge artists uh, uh, with like no venue to put them into. Um, uh, yeah, very uh, different I mean, And then that goes on to like, any kind of up and coming small artist who is hoping to like start their career this year has mm. has been hindered like quite a lot because they're not going to play these small shows. They're not really going to have to. They're not going to be able to get their face anywhere really. 
Yeah. And well, in that sense, in in that sense, Ali, like, what what could you imagine for like an up and coming artist or something? How could you imagine right now? What could they do to to actually? Put themselves out there. What's what's what's, I think, a, what's well, a good everyone's way? Everyone's going to have a leverage of the internet, and like it's taken this for everyone to start doing Instagram live streaming, which is something everyone could have been doing before. That's true. So mm. yeah, I don't know. It's well, it's, yeah, it's it's quite interesting, isn't it? Just to see, um, yeah, pe- people like it's it's almost sort of um, you know like video calling. I think probably people have have done more video conferences and video calling than than ever before in the last kind of few days. Yeah. And um, like you said, like live streaming, it's almost like a like a new avenue that that you always see people live streaming, but now it's like a, oh, this is something I can use to draw people's like attention towards something because yeah, everyone's yeah. now looking for everyone's looking for for something to entertain themselves or to to, to um, you know to, to distract them from from. You know, it's crazy. Quite, yeah, being being stuck in my flat, um, I've I've sort of turned to doing things that I never thought I would en- enjoy before, like doing doing the chores, doing the dishes has turned into a um, turned into quite a, a, a happy activity now. It's like That's I nice. don't think my flat, like when, whenever I clean it, it's never been cleaner. It's uh, it's it's a whole new level. Well, I think because uh, oh yeah, I know I've more, been the same. Sorry. You can like do a bit of homekeeping and be a bit more house proud and like live in this nice area rather than be like. Yeah. Oh, Going home to your shitty, messy flat, and then just doing about to work. Stay in your shitty, messy flat. Yeah, your flat, shitty huh? flat, mate. Yeah, your flat's just, nice. Just, just a, it's not a shitty, messy flat, by the way. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not, but I'm trying to exaggerate for the purpose. Yeah. But like, what, what, what have you guys been doing this? Um, obviously, Vs, I guess your, your pattern's probably exactly the same, but. It's basically exactly the same. More or less, other than. Um, it's weird to think that everyone else is... It's, it's fucking hilarious, actually, because I've been an introvert my whole fucking life and seeing these people lose their minds over spending several days at home is just the funniest funny. fucking thing. My housemate been has been... Uh, going, my, my housemate tore his room apart while singing Macho Man, which was... Uh, <laughs> <After> <laughs> macho, macho Man! He can hear me right now. He's in this room. <laughs> I really want to be a Macho Man! Sing it! No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We broke, we broke quarantine Friday night. We went and grabbed Ali. We went and grabbed Kira. This wasn't the initial we plan, came. though. <laughs> we basically, uh, we, we Nate was getting his traditional itchy feet, and uh, somehow it's got badged into a full-blown situation where we went and grabbed Ali, and we were uh, driving back to our place. And then Ali was like, oh, "I think I'd have to hop on." And so we kind of like slammed on the brakes, put that fucker in reverse. Smashed right back to us, checked it out. Of course he didn't. He didn't leave us hop on. Fine. Thanks, Ali. Um, oh, yeah. And then we went and picked up our friend Kirash and we got back to ours and we were just making some music and we basically just got shit-faced. I, I went downstairs, I think, just to check on the cats and I could hear this, like, alarm going off. And I was like, that's, that's definitely not in the house. And I kind of walked up and down and I kind of came to the conclusion that it was next door. I was like, okay, it's a bit weird. I kind of came and sat back down in the living room then Nave heard it as well. So we pressed pause and everything, and I was like, "I've, I've got, I've got a key to next door. He, he he's uh, given me a key just in case, like he goes away on holiday, needs me to check on his servers or whatever. He's a really intelligent guy, develops artificial intelligence and all sorts of shit. Um, so I kind of go next door. I'm banging on the door, and then keys banging on the fucking door. The lights are on. And, mind. 
He likes to run, but, you know, I, I've seen him go away before. It's like Africa or something, and he'll leave his lights on just, you know, the route of being home. And um, so I, I put the key in the door to try and turn it, and, and it's, it's not fucking moving, which is weird. And then we look through the letterbox, and the house is filled with smoke. The house is fucking filled. Oh, and I'm no. like, holy shit, maybe one of his servers is blown or something. I don't know if he's there, but the key isn't working. And I was like, there's got to be a key in the other side of this door, because the key's going in. It's just not turning. So, like, we're all banging on this fucking door trying to get it, like, see if there's someone in. There's got to be someone in. Ali jumps the back fence. He's like, his motorbike's there. He's got to be in. There's, there's lights on and shit. And with, yeah, I mean, about two minutes later, we're like, we have to get the fucking fire department out here. So, 999, fire department, no. straight up. They were there within 60 seconds. They mm. were good fucking guys. Seriously? They bashed it. They were there so fast. And they were banging on the door, banging on They got the hose out. And they got oh my a huge fan out. They got the breaking and like, kit and stuff. Yeah, they got this, so they were like, right, we've got to take this door down. And they were like, right, the lock's there. Like, pointed the guy, like, the lock's there. And like, here, here are the, the hot points on the door or whatever. Bash this fucking thing in. Gets the battering ram. Walks up to the door. I kind of stand back to like the, the so I can try and see in like one of the top floors. And I, I see my neighbor stand up in the living room. I'm like, he's fucking, he's awake. He's fucking awake. <laughs> And then he kind of like comes downstairs and opens the door and he's kind of like been drinking and kind of fell asleep. <laughs> and basically he opens the door and the house is fucking white. It is white out. It is like, filled with smoke. Oh my God. And um, then the, the fire department runs in, opens the kitchen door and yeah, the kitchen, you couldn't even see in it. It was so full of smoke. Oh my God. He put the grill on and fallen asleep. Oh, We're mate. all shit faced. <laughs> all four of us are out in the front. We are like, we are fucking gone <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh shit man. oh fucking hell they're about to take the door off <laughs> um, and yeah he just uh, had a few drinks and fallen asleep but basically if we were contemplating that night staying at Ali's to uh, to just hang out oh my god and imagine that we ended that. up coming back here because uh, well yeah we ended up coming back here and I just love the little, like, the, the narrative motif of Ali, like, I did leave my hob on. It's like that thing of, like, you know, a gun in the first act is always using the third. Yeah. Uh, the hobbit comes back. Yeah, like, it, it, it's a nice little, like, uh, precursor to the story. Yeah. But, like, honestly, if we'd have stayed out, the house would have gone up. You, those, those things, I mean, Nate posted in our group chat a video of how these things go. And as soon as that fire starts, the house fucking goes. Yeah, and well, you've got houses like, like the side of you out. as well, haven't you? Huh? You got houses either side of you, so like your house could go. But he's on the end. He's on the end. So we we were the we are the only house that could hear it, and no one would have seen anything until that house went up. If we weren't here, that would have burned down, and probably we took my house with it as well. Jesus. So that's you asked him what we've been up to. Like I've been mostly working, but that's getting smashed and putting out fires. That's what starting fires and (laughs) putting them out. But you're asking what you've been doing. I mean, Ali, you've been working on I mean, the album. Like, yeah, still, I've just been right? working on the album, bro. Like, this whole thing, I've had a scope with the label the other day, and they're essentially like, everything's up in the air. We don't know what's going to go on. We can push this album back a bit if you want, because it looks like you won't be touring, so you don't have to make an album to align with the tour. So I'm likely going to push all touring back to next year, and then the album's going to come out maybe just a month later. So I'm not as rushed to finish the album, but 
I'm still going to try and stay to my deadlines. But yeah. like that's really what I've been doing. And like the uh, one occasion of going over to Visa's to play PlayStation, have a drink and stuff, um, which you know it was on my mind as like, should we do this or not? And like, well, mm. I was I was going <clears> to <throat> say because because obviously like a lot of your job is dependent on like whether you can sing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and if you've got this this virus thing, you're going to be coughing. You'll have yeah. to, like this this thing. So I was, I was uh, I'm quite surprised actually that that you that you do yeah. that. <laughs> but, you know, well, to, uh, you should you should try getting in a in a bartering match with my housemate once. He's like starts knuckling down on like and something happening. It's all right, fine, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll do it. Right. It's like surfed in a fucking drain. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what's coming. Just fucking put, put your arms in and get ready for the puggle. Um, oh man. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, it was it was it was stupid. We we probably shouldn't have done it. I'm I'm but, not um, gonna really leave the house unless it's super necessary now. Like even yesterday, yeah. going up to the woods to take the dog for a walk. I mean, we didn't like touch anyone or go near anyone, but it still felt like the wrong thing to do. And mm. like seeing Sarah felt like a little bit of a wrong thing to do because she lives in the valleys. Has come down here just to kind of hang out for the night. And then while she was here, her one employee she has employed at her company messaged her she was like i've just been turned away at my boyfriend's house like he won't let me in because his mum's just woken up with a massive fever and a cough and yep. she's been staying there for three days and working with sarah as well while that's been happening so oh, shit. then potentially oh, well. sarah's got it potentially now i have it and and so you decide to go out on a massive well no no massive... no, no no that was before <laughs> That was before. Don't hate, isolate. <laughs> yeah, I like. I've I've just I, I I had a chat to my um to my mum this morning because obviously got my granddad back in um back in Bedford and and it's quite like he he's on his own um and my mum so like looks after him a lot so we we're trying our hardest to 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 help him through like the the sort of social distancing and self isolation and stuff um mm. and one of my one of my sort of uh, i guess she's like my one of my great aunties is just one of those one of those people like she she's like 80 years old but she will not stay in the house. She's just, she's just, she is just sort of like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and and do my thing. And it's like, and if it happens, it happens. But she is like one of those like super social um, sort of elderly people. She's like, he, she's, she knows everyone in the village. She, she's like, my mum was like, yep, she was down the post office yesterday, and 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 um, our family was having a meltdown because it's just like, get in the house, <laughs> get in the house. <laughs> but, um, oh, hey, well, our, our good friend Chris sent me over the like official medical report, and this thing is uh, something like nine point seven percent deadly for anyone over eighty. The over eighty bracket is almost ten percent fatal. Um, so <sighs> protect your nans, wrap them in bubble wrap, put yeah. them in a cave. And leave them there. We just—I think we just bought like a like a month's worth of like frozen food for my granddad. It's just like there you go. You got you got you got your TV. You got that. We we tried to we try we tried to we tried to teach him to FaceTime. Oh. Um, Lock him in the house. So you <laughs> so you call him on the on his iPad. He opens it up, and all you can see is just up his nose. Bro, I, I, I tried to FaceTime my dad this morning, and he fucking answered. And I was like, "What? What are you doing? I can see your earlobe." Uh, all I can see is your ear. Don't put it up to your ear, Dad. <laughs> it's your face. Show me your face. Uh, so I put trousers on first, Dad. Trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. God damn it. <sighs> oh man, are you? Are you like? How's your sort of family looking, Ali? Are you all sort of like? Your dad fine. lives in. My, my dad, dad lives, lives in the middle in, of like, nowhere. And yeah. it's very far to the nearest Tesco or something and anything. But he went to the Tesco wearing like a full-on respirator, like Breaking Bad sort of situation. Um, 
and he said he was getting such weird looks but like the security guard had pretty much like the same thing on as well yeah. <laughs> and he was like in here nobody is fucking taking it seriously everyone's rushing the store buying shit and just like coughing on each other and shit and no one's no one's caring everyone's more oh, bothered man. about getting all the food sneezing into each other's mouths yeah god damn it but my uh my my, my parents are having their cult meetings via live stream <laughs> Just <go. laughs> jesus cannot wait <laughs> it's coming i guess i guess are they are they getting super hyped they're like we told you we told you. Uh, this is, I mean, shit. I don't know if it's worth going down this fucking rabbit hole on a live on a, on a, a podcast about creative uh, endeavors. <laughs> but <laughs> I really, uh, you know, it, being exposed to what I was exposed to, I, 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 I have a an exposed nerve when it comes to uh, religious practices utilizing um, uh, world catastrophes and, mm. and uh, natural disasters. Would you mean as, leveraging uh, that into like? You know, yeah, they go right. like, look, you know, pretty much every uh, religion will have their own story of the end times and the apocalypse. And, you know, pretty much every religion has that going on in, in some level. And they always use these things as a means to justify their belief system. Um, and it, it always kind of touches a bit of a nerve. Because, I, I mean, I could tell, I could tell it was on the t- just waiting to come out of my mum's mouth and I was like you, you know like 1918 the influenza killed 2.7% of the entire world's population right like this has happened a bunch of times it doesn't happen often it's just one of those things it's a, I'm, I'm actually like you know, we were talking about this early the other night I'm kind of grateful that I get to see this in my lifetime it's very interesting to see how this you know 1918 when you have the influenza Mm. Um, you, know, you, you didn't have these sort of centralized means of communication like television and you know, even radio was much more sparse the uh, ability to rally people together and spread a message with ease and, and, and you know quarantine people and learn you know yeah. then the medical science and everything was so behind that 2.7 percent of the world's population you know that's probably what we could be looking at now if we didn't have all of these safeguards in place. Yeah. So we're we're looking at a time with six billion more people on the planet than then, with all of these globalized infrastructures, with all these globalized markets, with such a high density population, and the, the way that the government's having to roll everything out um, is is really interesting. Um, it's you know scary for a lot of people. I'm, you know I'm worried for my nan. I, I care about her a lot. I don't want to see anything bad happen to anyone. But it is, you know, this is a natural thing that comes along every so often. We've got to be precautious. But um, yeah, like it's interesting. Man. When I was on Skype call with my label, we were talking about this because you can't not talk about it right now. And <laughs> we were saying, oh yeah, obviously it's really, really bad. And I kind of, you know, came to the conclusion saying, well, you know, while it is really bad and I hate that it's happening, it's it's very exciting, isn't it? <laughs> it's all it's all very <laughs> it's all very interesting. <laughs> Room is silent, and you're like. Well, it kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, obviously, I don't want all these people to die and stuff, but I, I like that the mm. world is all in this one thing together for once. Mm. And, it's quite a unifying thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. What, what was Key saying about ISIS? Oh, I can't no. remember. But apparently, like ISIS have, have stopped travel or something like that. Like terrorist organization. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, yeah, we could talk about the pros of all this. But it doesn't seem like a very nice thing to bring up, even though there is a lot of pros. Well, I mean, I, I guess, I guess it is like it's it's a fucking terrifying, scary time. But they're they're like, it's always good to to see like the the good in it. Like like just like despite this happening, people are like like people going around. I've I've heard about people going around my my 
like my granddad's house to check that he's okay like and 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 bringing him stuff i've heard of um people posting little notes through through neighbors doors to say oh um i'm working from home i'm here to help if you need anything it's just like little acts of kindness and and actually seeing good people are still there it's um and like it's nice and also the environment is having a nice deep breath yeah, yeah. Well, you—I mean, you, you saw what happened in in China, where it's like where they stopped for like a week, and it's just like the the pollution. One third. Just, yeah, the, just just the two months they had of like no factories and like limited flights and stuff. They they think has saved about seventy thousand people, like because of the amount of people that die because of pollution related illnesses. They think they've saved really? like seventy thousand people, nuts. which is way more than have died so far of this disease. That's crazy. Wow, that's a weird offset yeah. to take into account. Mm. No but it's, it's, yeah, that is weird though. Just, just, just to think of that. But like, um, yeah, I, I like the idea. I like the fact that like it's, it's, it's. You're seeing people um, think outside the box. You're, you're seeing people um, coming up with ways to entertain themselves or, or spread sort of like positive messages. And I think it's. Um, I, I think I think that's really important. I think it's because there's a lot of people who I think, um, you know, like me, like like all of us, us, us three, and, and and whoever's listening, we're we're at home, and you might be on your own. It's good to know that there are people out there who are saying, like, do you know what? Like, we're in it together, and here's here's something to sort of keep you going. Here's yeah. something to keep you smiling. And I think it's going to turn the world around. Things aren't going to be exactly the same after this. We're not going to get exactly back to normal. Yeah. Um, mm. Even if it's small things like companies realizing they don't need an office, they can work from home. Um, and utilizing yeah, technology this is better. it. This is it. My 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 brother works from home as a tech department um, for for a company, and he was saying that these companies are now being put in a position where they have to set up infrastructure for individuals, their employees, to work from home. Everyone's been put like, you know, the system has been shocked to have people work in their yeah. own environments. And my brother very much believes that the, after all this craziness, we're going to see working from home via. Um, uh, uh, yeah, people's own computers and, and mm. that, that's going to be much more prevalent in the workforce which is uh i think it's good um yeah you know. well you you were saying ali was it your label realized they didn't need an office <laughs> well kind of. really? they, they got like a fairly big office in london um mm. but they've all been working for home the last week and they're kind of getting on fine i think they will go back to having an office but mm. they've kind of realized it's not super necessary Hate to imagine mm. how much that office costs as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in London, <laughs> fuck no. I just I, I like to. Um, I've I've seen a few images of of London. It's like absurdly quiet, and it just sort of. I was just thinking, someone, some 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 student filmmakers got to be out there right now, making the most of this, making their own like twenty eight days later, sort of like oh, empty street so. apocalyptic kind of thing. There's going to be someone somewhere. Well, this is uh, absolutely. We were supposed to be shooting uh, the video for the second single yesterday. Oh, really? Um, we we were going to a music conference um, with the guest uh, vocalist on the, on the on the track that we're releasing. Yeah. We were. He was coming up from London. We were all going to meet up, go to this music conference. We had a director lined up, um, and we were going to go there and go to the music conference. I think Benji was delivering a speech. And then we were going to basically grab everyone from the music conference to take out and go, we're all going to shoot this video right here, right now. Take them to the location. And mm. we were going to shoot with like 50, 100 people uh, all around us while we were going to shoot this video. That oh, was so- going to be yesterday. Uh, oh, and now, man. but like I've been, you know, with the, as we were talking about way early on in this episode, um, uh, the idea of animation potentially being like a really good course of action yeah. or <laughs> grabbing Benji and, and going into town and shooting a video and using these isolated streets somehow to create 
you know, 28 days later is a, a <laughs> if you're yeah, gonna do uh, it, uh, if you're gonna do it, you should do it kind of soon because, like in Italy mm-hmm. at the moment, they're having the military kind of push people essentially back into the houses. And if you're seen taking photos of like tourist locations and no one there because it looks cool, they like tell you to stop. They like shoot you out. They don't want people doing that. <laughs> Get on it quick, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, the mall, the St David's Center, which is very much like an American mall, is dead. That could be so. Is it like open cool. though? Can you walk around? Yeah, there? yeah. It can't be. Surely I really not. Want I know. To do I know it. It. Yeah. Gonna gonna get my gloves and mask on and have a little wander around. <laughs> Walking around in your little hazmat suit. That'd be... <laughs> what are you working on at the moment, Josh? What am I working on? Um, I've been doing a brand film that's like a. Um, uh, yeah, kind of like a yeah, a brand film for 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 a big client can't can't obviously say the name for NDA reasons. Um but it's a documentary um showing sort of like again, one of those real people and these are the people who who they sort of like represent and all that kind of stuff. So the last um the last week was myself and a couple of guys um just going around Wales um shooting little doc pieces with with people. Um got um actually it's really really weird um so i had to turn this around really quickly so we, we were like had to find lots of people for different reasons and one character that came up was um this guy called tony tony owns the world's or was the world's largest fridge magnet collection and he lives in cardiff this guy is this a real person <laughs> this guy yeah he's amazing he's okay. he's absolutely amazing um you walk in his house and it's floor to ceiling fridge magnets. Don't walk in there with a pacemaker. <laughs> well, I thought. Oh, well, I thought going in with a camera was a bit risky. Fucking like, yeah. like, 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 wipe everything. I'm surprised. I'm surprised I got like phone signal in there. But um, yeah. you know, you you walk in and he's just sort of like so big and and like um, he just loves to chat. So as a documentary filmmaker, you're like, this guy is gold. Just keep him talking. <laughs> just keep him talking. And just all this beautiful, hilarious stuff was coming out. And he was like, oh, do you want to see my rarest fridge magnet? I was like, yeah, go on then. Yeah. He's like, this one's from the Falkland Islands. And so-and-so was working with them. And they said, oh, Tim's an RAF pilot. He's in the Falkland Islands. Would you like a, would you like a fridge magnet? Would I like a fridge <laughs> magnet? From the, it's just like, oh, he's, a, he's absolutely amazing. Oh, mate, um, you know what? On the outset of the story, the premise of it, I was like, this is, okay, where's this fucking going? But I, I, that, mate, this guy's got stories. This is gold. This guy's got stories. He is he is, is so charming and so adorable. Like, you just, is is so, such a beautiful, it character and he was just so into it because essentially he's visited a hundred and probably like 120 countries around the world Mm. and this was his way of remembering each place that he goes to so he just picks up a fridge magnet and uh just brings it home but he was telling me like he gets stopped at uh security quite often like goes through the machine like like what (laughs) how he sounds like what is this big block of metal (laughs) And he's like, well, it's just my 200 fridge magnets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like, imagine that, go through an airport with 200 fridge magnets, just this ball of magnetic sort of like force. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it's just mad. So um, he was great. Um, he, he, had a, he had a few good stories. And it's just the kind of guy where, as a documentary filmmaker, you sort of pray for characters like this, the kind of people who make you a cup of tea they they sit down you just keep just keep the camera rolling and they just all these stories start coming out you're like like 
what was the, you know, t- tell us about your first fridge magnet. Oh, well, this one. It's just like, and you, you know, you'll just kind of go on about it. And it was amazing. It's, um, it's, it's the balance of eccentricity and being articulate and yeah. being able to well, have a good, tell good story. I think what's so good about it is on such like a mundane sort of subject. It's just fridge exactly. magnets. You need, a, so you need a good character. Yeah. It's, it's either you have... Um, it's either if you have like a, 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 a weird sort of oddity, you know, if you, if you have a, a weird sort of collector, uh, and the and the character isn't very good. Let's say like you know he's a let's say Tony was you know a bit sort of more subdued and and he wasn't as 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 um, mm. like mad. Um, you know, oh, I collect fridge magnets and it's a sort of. Or this one out of then, car boot sale. Yeah, then it comes down to the edit. Then, then, then yeah. that's more my job in the edit to make it sort of funny through through like awkward cuts or something like that. Yeah. Um, but luckily, he was amazing. He was really Incredible. really cool. So you're you're working on the edit for that at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got we got a few more characters. We I did another session uh, with. It's like a landscape photographer. He's like a travel photographer. Okay. Um, so we got up at like what three four in the morning got up to shoot some sunrise stuff down um uh down the coast like near sort of um southern down kind of areas like you know jurassic coast at sunrise is ridiculously pretty um and then another guy was this guy called george who um he he's he's got like an alpaca farm okay so he's up up in uh usk uh, in the valley of usk and he's basically got this farm and it's just full of alpacas uh, so we so we go there, and basically the idea is to show like how much, um, you know, how much this 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 pet can mean to you. Because people always associate pets with, you know, like a dog or a cat. Well, we were like, well, let's go for a pet that's just re- completely like off the chains. Like let's go mm-hmm. for something crazy. Uh, and we found this guy who, who has like a hundred alpacas. And well, that's not really a pet, is it? Like, you've got a oh, farm. they are. What no, they are. They are. They are pets. Well, they, they they sort of they they. You don't look at a farmer with like like a hundred cows in it in his field and go, they're all, all my pet cows. Yeah, but he doesn't farm <laughs> yeah. these alpacas, does he? Like, no, you have them as pets. They are actually pets. But what does he shave them so sell the wool? Or something? Yeah, you can yeah you can do that. But they they are primarily just pets. You you can oh. go out there, you can hug them, you can stand next to them, and well, they do spit. <laughs> look at them. a long list of uh, <laughs> shit. You can hug them. You can Come say stand alpacas. next to them and not stand hug them. with them. Look at them. <laughs> they don't like touch you. them. No, they don't. They don't like being like. Just don't. He, the guy was like, just don't ever touch it on his head. They hate it. <laughs> so oh, I just, man. I was just like, touch him on his head. Touch. Do they head. not? <laughs> Do they not? People. No, they hate it. They, they absolutely like, hate it. But like, like, what's their reaction? Like, oh, they spit. No, yeah. Spit. Oh, yeah. They, they spit. They, oh, these are the shit, spitting yeah. ones. I didn't see like any spitters though. I was like, I was like, oh, come on, just make a spit. Spill me. <laughs> oh, God, fuck me. <laughs> All right, so that's what Josh has been doing. Um, <laughs> I fucking love that, though. We're during, like, during, during the middle of a fucking... Uh, you know, pandemic towards like a you know lung disease and stuff. You just there, just fucking cracking out the cigarettes. Still, it's like I'm trying to cut down. I've, I smoked for 15 years of my life. Yeah. If there's um, ever a time to stop, mate, now is the time. So I've been running timers on my phone, so I smoke only every three hours. Okay. Um, I'm kind of not doing that right the second. It's having a you know it's all right a cigarette. <laughs> This is uh, this doesn't count. This is a refined. You're in a dressing gown. You're in a you break need from like a little fact. like cup of brandy or something. You can swill around. Do you know? What? I I was thinking about the gin. I was thinking about a little getting a little gin thing going. 
what was that hand motion? Um, it looked like I was cupping balls, but I was. I mean, for me, it was meant to. It's meant to be like you know when you swirl something around a cup, but it genuinely just looks like I'm fondling <laughs> balls. So, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's a refined thing, Visas. It's a. <laughs> Have you seen a baldo? A what? Sorry, a baldo. A bald- it's like a dildo, but instead of, <laughs> in, instead, of, instead of the tick, it's just like a, pr- a, a rub, rubber pair just, of balls. Just a rubber pair. It's just testicles. Just a, what just are you a... going to do with them? No, it's don't, 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 don't answer that. Well, I'm glad just you balls. asked. Just, just a pair of testicles. Just a rubber pair of balls. Is it a real thing? You made this up. It's going to be real, isn't it? I saw it in a car. At least I, I can I see him Googling it now. Baldo. Baldo, look it up. Google it. I'm Don't. good. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend that my my <laughs> my comedic tastes are highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly laugh at a dick joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I am there's the way no, I am. There's nothing wrong with a good old dick joke. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Um, I, had a, I, had a, I had a weird fucking dream the other day. I was I was I managed to travel back in time by skateboarding. Um, it's like a skateboarding right. time traveler. Write um, this down, bro. I was I was mate. This is a film right now. Uh, I was skateboarding so fast. <laughs> uh, I tr- I I I jumped back in time or forward in time. I'm not really sure what because I came out the other side and, and everyone's still the same age. I I floating horse and carriages and shit. The horses yeah. have no legs. They just levitate. <laughs> Um, but the weird thing was, I, I remember um, I was in this new sort of world, and it was almost like you know Benjamin Button, where he sort of like starts as like a um, an old man and gets younger it. and younger and stuff like that. Oh, you haven't seen it? I but you know, you know, that. you know the concept of, yeah, of yeah, yeah, Benjamin yeah, yeah, Button, where yeah. he he start he he he's born, he's an old man. Hold on, and he gets fuck that. Do you get to see the intro where he's born? As an old man, like he yeah, comes it's, out it's of a very a graphic a scene. Out where it's just man. an old man clawing his way out of a, of a woman's <laughs> vagina. It's really, it's really graphic. There is a there is a um, uh, an eighteen version where it is just just pure graphic. Like she's birth. pregnant, but he, it's more like a fetus wearing her like some sort of skin leotard, and then just <laughs> <laughs> it cracks. And then... yeah, let, let me just get this straight. It's not it's not it's not like a fully grown old man clawing out of a woman. It's it's a baby that just looks like an old man. Oh, it really. Haggard baby, yeah. Basically, he's, like he's old and wrinkly, but he's a li- he's a little he's a little old man. Right. He's, he, I imagine. I imagine you seeing it as like a man with glasses uh, coming out. He's, he's like, got like a cardigan on and like a newspaper. Where's and my slippers. pass? <laughs> <laughs> Give him a fucking Werther's original or something to kiss. Just to <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, so anyway, it's basically Back to the Future, but uh, I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a skateboarding toddler. Um, <laughs> no, because it, it then it turns out that there's a, there's another way to get back. There's another way to get back home. Um, and for some, like everyone that I know, uh, including you guys, actually gathered together in like a uh, like a church hall, um, and I go th- I I walk through this like crowd of people who all slowly turn towards me as if I'm about to die. Uh, you know, everyone looked really solemn and, and stuff, and and I go up onto this stage and I lie down on 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 the floor, and someone gives me like a like a an, like a tab like a tab of acid uh, to put on my tongue, and um, and the person who gives it to me goes like um, they're like I love you, and I'm like 
I think I love you. <laughs> and then I look to my right and Kanye West's there. Oh my God. And uh, and I and I and hey, I Josh. and I outstretch my I'm hand. I'm God. Like, <laughs> isn't that his new song? I'm God. Isn't his new song called I'm God? Or something I'm like that? God. But I outstretch my hand. I'm like, I'm gonna miss you, bro. <laughs> 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 I'm, just like, I'm just like, what the fuck is I'm going on right you, now? Kanye. I'm gonna miss you, Kanye. And I take this tab, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. And I and I get transported back home, and I'm just like, wow. What does what, what does that dream mean? Firstly, I'd like to start the Freudian dream theory has been overwhelmingly classed as a, a absolute bullshit. So <laughs> it means nothing other than you, you've got a very strange mind, Josh. This might um, be like Kanye premiering his new song in your mind or something. I wouldn't be surprised if you did imagine that. He's just he's just incepted his yeah. new album. How many into my... how many billboards did you skate past? Have you have, have you? <laughs> Have your dreams been monopolised by the advertising uh, agencies? There, there are about there are a few leading to my flat actually, and I guess I see them on the way to work. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What weird dream? Have you guys had any weird dreams? I've had some fucking weird dreams lately. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into nearly as much depth as that, but uh, I was. <laughs> A section where I was like out in like a, the Vietnamese jungle in, in like a very nice sort of uh, lavish treehouse type deal, like like you know wood, bamboo, rich nice. mahogany, and uh, <laughs> I was looking out the window, and a, a, a family of gorillas climbed through, looking terrified, followed by condors and eagles chasing them, and I had to get oh this uh, gorilla family to safety. Oh, uh, nice. That that was quite strange. Huh. Um, uh, it's, I like, don't know. it's like you making a like you you care about the world around you. Yeah, I well guess done. really, it's, you, it's trying to tell you that you do care. These yeah, I would have been scared by the gorillas in my dream. They would have freaked oh, oh, Get away! Get away! <laughs> no, <Stop>. but <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll share a dream I had as well. Then from like a couple of nights ago, the only one I remember um, briefly. I it was some sort of tribal time. Maybe not tribal. People were living in yurts and stuff. <clears throat> Just glass. Um, and <laughs> what? <laughs> It was like this weird tribal time. It's like, no, it's just glass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, people had bow and arrows and shit and shooting each other. And I was on one side of this war, other people on the other side, and our village was being attacked. And we we're like, oh, we're losing. We're going to die. So I ran behind this yurt. I lay down sideways and the arrows went through the yurt and then through me. <gasps> and I could feel them. And I was like, I just want to die. <laughs> I was just hoping that I was just hoping the next one would kill me, so I wouldn't have to keep getting shot with arrows. And oh one of them went God. in me, and it came out the other side of me, but like into my dick. So it was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. oh no! I was lying there. Uh, that was that. I don't know what it means. Well, so, so <laughs> you had an arrow for a dick. Oh, I was so happy when I woke up. <laughs> I, I just, I just love you this. Oh, 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 thank God! I used to, I've got this like fucking amazing mental image of you stumbling out of a yurt, just like three hundred arrows. Like, <laughs> why won't I die? Why won't I? Die? There's one in my dick. Kill me! <laughs> There's one in my dick. <laughs> my dick! Oh God, kids, don't look. There's one in my dick. <laughs> it's kind of like it just no, went through no like, the foreskin, like or something. Like, no one dies with dignity, but that is something else. <laughs> well, I was hiding from the war I was in. <laughs> I, th- I like I like the idea. Of like, no, I like <laughs> you're a coward in this dream as well. I fucking love it. 
Yeah. I like the idea of like, do we help him? No, he's a coward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> fuck's sake. Oh, oh God. Um, fuck. So we, so we, uh, I write that last week, well, last episode. Uh, we we did the thing of uh, what we're grateful for, and I have never felt listening back to that more awkward. Grown men trying to discuss things that make them feel vulnerable <laughs> was a, a bad fucking shout on my part, and I uh, would like to apologise profusely. We will no longer be grateful for anything. Uh, we will no than, longer uh, try to open up with our feelings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm grateful for people that have fucking listened this far through dreams, which I don't know if you, people you hate know listening much to about. people's dreams. Yeah, writing films and stuff like uh, the huge faux pas is uh, including your dreams because they only mean something really to the person having them. guys got anything that you want to achieve while in this sort of self-isolated sort of state like I mean, I've, the, I've got a couple of things written down like i want to i want to finish like a couple of songs i want to sort of mm. write a couple of things like what what have you guys got if anything there's been this whole thing of everyone should feel like they need to achieve something massive in this moment which doesn't necessarily have to be you know <laughs> some t- new year's resolutions like in another like yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do th-. no you're gonna get high and watch uh, drag race that's what's gonna <laughs> fucking happen good fucking shout that so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and with that i'm sorry <laughs> Oh, fuck. I really Sorry, want to uh, drink all day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I, 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 I regret having this glass of wine because I, I do have to get back to work immediately. Um, Ali, please continue your sentiment. Uh, what were we on about? Yeah, uh, what, yeah, you what, what are we going to do? Yeah, yeah, what are we going to do? Fucking become a cabbage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lifelong endeavors. Nothing's going to change. I'm going to finish my album. Maybe it'll give me a chance to make a better album because of the delays, but. That is it mm. for me. What does, that, what does that mean for um, for our filming? Because like, because I'm I'm filming you make this album. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, because I because I was wondering whether whether to include the the this bit in it or do we want to sort of. Um, it's a nice part of know. history, to be honest, man. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I it's think, interesting. Well, once maybe we know we're not ill. Yeah, come Give over. It a bit of isolation. We can wear yeah, masks. Man. Well, I was gonna say shoot shoot some stuff while you got your little RX, haven't you? You got your little Sony yeah, camera. Yeah. Keep on shooting. Take some. Take more photos and stuff. Like yeah. um, day twelve, just... and I'm eating cat food or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we had the conversation the other night of that you want to experiment a little bit with like other sounds. You yeah, know, yeah. I said you could potentially start writing some stuff with a, a different uh, motif, a different. Um, well, we're we're still. Um, we. <laughs> it's not up to me. But uh, I think the album is uh, going to go ahead with its release of, uh, I think it's coming out at the end of April. We, nice. Uh, I, so for me, I just, you know, I want to see this album come out. Um, we're going to have, you know, uh, again, a little, another little plug, Friday, Boots, the first single from the album is coming out. Um, Sick. Uh, the, I'm going to maybe animate the music video for um, the second single. Uh, I, I, well, yeah, so I want to see the album come out and, and keep a tab on the marketing process of that. Um, and get back on Instagram and I'm making fresh artwork all the time. Um, I also get my stacks up because these companies are now looking at me like they want to <laughs> utilize my expertise to... You're a, valu- home- you're a valuable asset right now. I've, you are- I've, I've become valuable. 
I'm not used smug to this. face right now. I can see. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I've not really worked in, in, in the industry for like properly for well over a year. I mean, I, I had a bunch of clients this time last year, but I've mm. definitely been like way out just fucking working on music and, and artwork and stuff and, and trying to do my own thing well of course like the the, the time has come to release this and it's uh fucking sods law like the every- <laughs> oh we're on the border of a great depression um <laughs> yay uh yeah I, I i hope that the governments in everything that they're doing successfully press pause on the economy and successfully come out the other side of this yeah. without too much damage. I mean, yeah. shit, we might be looking at lower house prices, which I'm not going to fucking complain about. Yeah. But, um, there's, uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I think, um, that's the thing. Fingers crossed. I know, I know like there's, there's stuff coming out to try and help the economy, to try and help businesses and stuff. But, yeah. you know, we're, I guess we're just going to have to see how it goes really. But like, I'm, I'm trying to stay, trying to stay positive about it and basically just keep on doing what I'm, what I'm doing really. I think, um, yeah, I think I think right now more than ever you're like in a you're in a, a good place for you to try and help out sort of um, you know production companies and, and people yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. It's a yeah. it's a good good place really. Yeah, um, yeah. it's interesting. So I, I I I'm I'm more busy than ever. I've got more job opportunities than ever, and uh, all this other stuff. I'm busy, busy, busy. Um, shit. Yeah, I mean shit. Get on Skillshare, learn some shit. If you're at home and you, you genuinely want these, and I mean shit, they're not sponsoring us. They should be. But uh, <laughs> I'll put a you, shout out Skillshare, Skillshare, uh, YouTube, uh, Skillshare. Literally, yeah, yeah, like I, I think I think you're spot on. Like right now is like just just if you're sat at home, obviously there's there's a there's a shit ton of Netflix series you can watch, or why not actually go online watch watch a tutorial, watch like learn a new skill, try and try and like like I I want to learn how After to use Ableton. After you Effects, to, yeah, you want to learn After Effects? Get on that. After Effects and Ableton are like two two big ones for me. I'll probably do, try and do After Effects. First, I started learning but, Chinese. Um, it was yeah. interesting. Ni hao, xie xie, wo zhao ali, ni zhao josh, uh, zhai zhen. Nice. Yeah, that <laughs> what, was that. What did you say? I said, hello, thank you, thank you. My name is Ali, your name is Josh. Goodbye. Thanks for telling me my I'm name. I'm not even here in this fucking situation. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, can you include these in that? Uh, well, if you need a good podcast to listen to, um, there's one that I, I, if you're into true crime, uh, there's one called Root of Evil, which is the true story of the Black Dahlia murder. Cool. Uh, and this family is absolutely fascinating. Um, nice. And there, you know, we we had a little chat not so long ago. I don't know if you want to include this in the edit of uh, potentially doing a true crime episode of Lonely Arts Club. Yeah, man, I'd, yeah. I'd be well up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I've got my my case ready to go. That's sick. sick. I need to, um, I need to I need to find mine. So yeah. I might use this opportunity to actually do some research and get some uh, get some dark gritty uh, tales on Murder the go. Some people, yeah. Yeah, I mean the only <laughs> the only uh, the only thing is that it's got to be sort of like arts uh, uh, industry related. So oh, I've, yeah, I I found spin. I've I've been doing. I've found a, a, a very interesting case regarding fine artists that I've, I I greatly admire. Um, That's cool. Yeah, filmmakers. Nice events there's all sorts of stuff sweet I was, I was gonna say a, pod, a podcast recommendation from me as well is one called um dead pilot society um so basically it's it's scripts that have been developed by studios and network but never got made um mm. are given a chance to shine so you have sort of like celebrities come on and and basically 
read out these like comedy scripts that never got made, but like sort of riff off them and stuff like that. Um, you got stuff people like um, Adam McKay who does like uh, you know did like Anchorman that kind of stuff. Um, I know like Rob Schraub from uh, Harmontown. He, he does he does quite a few of them as well. Um, so it's it's a really cool little podcast if you're into sort of like writing and and um, and, and comedy and that kind of stuff. That was really good. And Hallie doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> Not even <laughs> Not this very one. often. You know. Or well, you got an album recommendation? Album recommendation. Uh, mm. Pang by Caroline Polacek, maybe. Nice. Toy, toy. I've been listening to um, uh, J. Cole's COD album, COD. No, KOD, nice. uh, King of Detroit. Not, not Call of Duty. But... No, no, no. It's, it came <laughs> out uh, years ago now, but it's a really fucking sick album. Oh, nice. That's cool. Um, well, yeah, I guess like going forward then, like I, I, I you know, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll we'll come back at at some point in the next kind of week or two to to see how everyone's going. But um, if you're listening and you are at home, um, you know, we're here. We're all yeah, in it on, together. The, on the Facebook group. Uh, if you want yep. to drop any questions for next time, I mean, it's actually kind of easier us doing this uh, <laughs> re- remote podcast recording. It is uh, taking a whole evening out because usually we have to take a whole evening out while we go over one of our houses and and record. This is just like it's a good opportunity to hang out there and have some. Yeah, I do like actually physically hanging out. I mean, this is you know, this is is a very good uh, solution to. We only use a wipe out a whole evening because we end up getting drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And and playing fishing simulators. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good game. I, know. I mean, I nearly played well, it today, but I thought, no, I'm not going to. Did you? Gonna... <laughs> right. Well, I've got to get back to work on this music video for you lovely cunts people. Cool. <laughs> I, 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 I was literally so just well. thinking I've gone for a whole episode about saying cunt. Well, then, mate, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, mate. <sighs> cool. Well, with that, then, shall we uh, shall we sign off then? All right. <laughs> so you've been listening to, to me, Josh. Me, Ali. Peace. Me, me, these. Me, these. Uh, I'm gonna try and look some uh, cat buttholes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Google that now. Google cat buttholes. Uh, too late. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, beautiful people. Peace. <laughs>